is Toronto Unicorn here with another kick-ass girls chat. I am here with Miss Curly Vixen. Hiya. And Peekaboo. Hello. And R. Hey. So us ladies were, you know, sitting around shooting the shit the other day. And you can catch a glimpse of that on YouTube if uh, you want to click in the description of this podcast. But basically, we get to talking about, you know, our club experiences, our sex club swinger lifestyle experiences. So all of us ladies have had our turn uh, in this lifestyle for multiple frontiers. We've been the single woman. Some of us have come in with partners or dates to the club and had that experience, right? Right. Yep. Yep. Right. I mean, one of us was in a throuple, R, right? You had a throuple. There was a time in, in, in your life when you went to the club and didn't look to look for new partners. You were there with a certain dynamic. And so we have all been so fluid in our experiences through this lifestyle that we've seen it from a lot of perspectives. And one of those perspectives is the single woman looking for some solid fucking dick. Okay. Maybe you've got a great personality. We're going to find that out too, right? But some of us are just really honest. We're there to get penetrated. We're there to get fucking a little bit of cuddling, maybe some making out, what we like to call the boyfriend experience. Don't run away, guys. It's not that scary. And you know what? It's not too much to ask for. And it's what we want. And it's what makes us remember you. So I thought it was going to be helpful for us ladies to go around and give some tips about what makes people stand out in a good way from the other people at a sex club when we're looking to qualify men for dick, okay? I know for me, I like to have eye contact. I like guys who are not second guessing whether they're interested in me. I would be very turned off if a guy was like showing me interest and then went to get a drink for me and then I saw him in the pool hitting on a different girl, like it, instead of giving me the drink, like this would be a deal breaker, pussy dry up so fast, like done. So there's ways that, you know, some of us are looking for real attention, real, like, let's make a night out of us having this experience. I'm not just your first fucking cum shot. Okay. So I like certain things like attention where other girls here might not need the same thing to be have a guy stand out, right? So it doesn't mean that what I like is what every girl likes or every guy likes. Um, so keep that in mind. So I like attention. I like guys who are, you know, all about me. Oh, your ass is so beautiful and your skin is so soft. And like, you know, just like rub me with those nice compliments in a way, right? Um, so that's me. Uh, I'll have more to say, but we're going to go in a circle. Uh, so R, would you like to go next? Sure. Um, so one thing that gets me going is uh, intelligent conversation. As a sapio, I, I click immediately with people who can stimulate my brain first. So a good sense of humor and, you know, intelligent conversation. That's a good, you know, first door in. I'm not interested in like, hey, how's it going? Um, you know, come here often. Where are you from? <laughs> You know, that kind of like, yeah. you know, you got to be a little more creative than that, Papa. a little more stimulating. It could be any sort of intelligent, you know, conversation, depending on what's going on. It's so true. And I have seen this girl literally get aroused in front of me when someone started talking <laughs> about getting their PhD and like what they were doing for it. And I, that's when I realized sapiosexuals is a real thing. It's the attraction to intelligence, right? And so I've seen you literally take more interest in someone when you find out that they're smart. Like you're just like, tell me more about your big beakers in your lab. Like it's just something I noticed with you specifically. So that's really cool. Yes, I like to learn more about the big beakers. Right. All right. Uh, Curly, would you like to go next? Yeah. So um, 
I think that, um, you know, I'm at this stage in my life now where when I go to the club, I am very happy to just dance and be with my girlfriends. Um, and at this point, you got to do something a little more special to get me to be interested. I'm not saying that I'm not interested in playing, but you got to make me interested. And at M4, I found that the last time I went, like, there was guys sort of stalking, let's say, <clears throat> where they gawk at you, like you're dancing on the dance floor, you're getting down with your girls and having fun. And just standing and staring, honestly, it just gives creeper vibe. Mm -hmm. If you're going to stand and stare, come up and approach. Like, yeah. like, it's honestly, to me, it's a turn off if you just stalk. Okay. So what can they say to you to turn you on? I, I think just like, you know, hey, you are looking so beautiful tonight, just like you. Toronto Unicorn, like, like make me feel like the guys that I love sp spending the most time with or my favorite play partners are the ones that make me feel like a fucking queen, you know, that make me feel beautiful, that make me feel like I'm the special one, not that you're, you're just looking at me and then going to find an alternate and then you're going to come back when you don't find what you want. Like, uh-uh, I want to be number one. So that's, that's a huge thing. And so you know, not approaching at all, not having any sort of conversation and just staring and then just coming up and be like, do you want to go to the back and play? No. <laughs> Give me a reason. <laughs> Give me a reason to say yes. Exactly. Right. That's Give me a reason to say yes. That's, that's that my would biggest be, You know, if that's a good answer next time that happens, you should turn around and look at him and say, Give me a reason to say yes and see what happens. Yeah. Yeah. If, I, if a guy was like staring and like didn't know how to approach and everything, I can understand it's nerve wracking. But sometimes all you've got to do is just get close enough to them and say, I can't help but look at your beauty. Because that at least you're not creeping mm -hmm. them out because you're like, oh, you're so I can't look away. And you're or getting even, a compliment. Even this crack a smile. You'd be surprised uh, how far that can go. Yeah, it's hard. But even a smile, like sometimes a creepy guy with especially we call them creepy, but I feel bad because they're not all creepy. But when we say creepy, it's a feeling we get when someone's staring at us and not approaching. That can make us feel like it's creepy versus if they did do their best to try and at least break the ice. Yeah. So that's a good good take home is even if you don't not good at it, you, have, you know, you don't know how to approach women. It's not the best solution to just stand and stare. You should do something <laughs> to stand there and make, and make the person feel special. Yeah. That's a great answer. All right, Peekaboo, what was your answer? So for me, I'm all along the same lines as R. Uh, and it's funny because I was just talking to somebody the other day and I was like, what do you call it when you're just, you're not necessarily attracted to the person physically, mm -hmm. but then they start to talk. And it's not necessarily like PhD talk or whatever, but it's just how they talk, what they say, how their tone is. And all of a sudden I'm like, oh, wait a second you know what, like by the second you're getting more attractive. Yeah. And then my friend was like, uh, Sapio, right? Am I correct? Yep. Yep. That would be me. Like I really, there has been, especially at Oasis, um, men that I wouldn't have necessarily looked at twice, but just within the conversation that we had, all of a sudden I was like, mm, let's go upstairs. Yeah. Like, just like, you know, it just, so for me, it really is just that kind of, that vibe that I get, that openness, that um, 
friendliness, that humor. Um, I'm a very sarcastic person. So if you kind of look at me with a strange face when I'm cracking jokes, then it's not going to work. But if you can fire it back at me, then, you know, something's going to happen. Pardon? Good banter. Exactly. Yeah. Good banter. Yeah. Just, yeah. And it, and it's funny because I never thought about it until I started going to Oasis and experiencing all these different types of men that I never would have, I would have swiped, what is it? Swipe left, swipe yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. I would have swiped the wrong way yeah. on their profile. So now it actually leads me to really take a moment and meet somebody that I wouldn't necessarily be firstly physically attracted to. Uh, which is an experience that I had the other night where I went to meet somebody who I wasn't necessarily physically attracted to on paper. But as we talked, I was like, okay, let's see. Turns out when I met him in person, it didn't quite work still. But I actually gave him the heads up and I've learned that too. I've been saying to guys, if they want to meet in person, we may be having great chemistry on text. We may even have great chemistry if we talk on the phone. But when we meet in person, it can be completely different. So just be prepared for that. But um, yeah, long story short, I guess I'm sapio, so woody banter. <laughs> I like it. I'm going to build on that and say I like it when they can make me laugh. I mm -hmm. think humor is, is, is so good, especially if I like the humor. Sometimes people's humor is based on cultural references, for example, that I don't get. I just, I have a brain that didn't absorb all of the cultural you know sitcoms and everything and and so when people are like hey it's like this from like that show I'm like uh-huh uh-huh I have no idea um and so for me I like I that. for you right over the head all right I'm just like oh is that is that a show is it called Lord Lord of the Rings like I'm like <laughs> I sincerely still haven't watched Lord of the Rings all right um but the truth is I like guys or you know even women who have a good sense of humor, somebody who can see the funny in a situation and, and not have to put people down to do it. I don't like anybody who judges people, not even through humor. Um, I like people who know how to build people up in life. And so if I witness someone with a good sense of humor, even if they're talking to someone else, I could start to be interested in them from afar. Yep. Yep. For sure. All right. I got a good one. Okay. So one that has got me a couple times, probably two or three or even four, actually, no, probably four or five times at least at Oasis with guys that I was initially physically not attracted to at all has been the, the, pro, the proposal of a massage, whether <laughs> it is a simple arm massage in the pool or one guy went as far as he's like, I have my coconut oil massage here. I would love nothing more than just to take you upstairs and just rub down your shoulders. And you know what? Those both of those guys in the end did get action. And it wasn't just the massage that I was receiving. We know the way to your pussy. Exactly. <laughs> well, especially if the pussy gets the pre-massage. <laughs> but let's just say if you're offering a massage, that's all you should be expecting. Because and they are. I've That's given them permission. They haven't so asked. Let's get that I've clear. given permission. I, I, I'm like, you know, you can go down a little further. It's okay with me, right? The right touch, honestly, you know? nothing will dry up the pussy faster than if it's presumptuous. And they just assume that because you said yes to a massage that they get to fuck you. Like, Absolutely. that's not how it works. So Absolutely. keep that in mind with the, yep. uh, with the approach. 
Absolutely. So offering up massages, especially if you bring your own oils. I mean, there is some play in that. That is a delicious, it's not bad. It's respectable play. It's like, Hey, how can mm -hmm. I engage your body in intimate touch, even without going to a sexual place necessarily for some people, that's what they're craving. They don't even need to have that gangbang or that hookup. They need physical touch. They miss a woman's body or they miss a, the touch of a human body. Maybe they haven't been, you know, loved in a long time or something. And so for some people who offer that massage and us, sometimes we just say no, because we don't want the guilt of like what they think comes next. Sometimes it's just worth another few sentences such as I'm not sucking your dick after. Are you still cool? Yeah, cool. All right. Because sometimes you just need to know that there's limits and therefore both people can can be more relaxed and actually take take part in something. I wouldn't accept a massage for a few reasons. One of them is I don't like people I don't know touching me. And the other thing is I would always feel it was coming with a expectation of at least a tip or something. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't I don't like that internal psychological shit. I like to have no obligation to anyone, even psychologically. All right. So I got I, another um, one. Okay. And then I'll go next. Okay. So the other one I was going to say is gentlemanly behavior. Gentlemanly behavior, meaning think ahead. Get me an extra towel when you get one for yourself. Offer me a drink. Bring a glass of water without being solicited. Think to go and get the condoms and lay out the towel and think about doing the little things that say, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm serious about this. I'm not just, you know, in my own head. How many times, ladies... Have we gotten right into the middle of a scene and the guy's like, so do you have a condom? <laughs> really? You didn't bring one. Like, what the fuck are yeah. you thinking? Every Sorry. time. I don't have a dick. <laughs> like, oh, us women have to bring our own because we know that if 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 we don't, the guy's going to stumble while we're pussies drying up trying to find them on the wall. So <laughs> And some guys need magnums and don't bring their own either. Yeah, like, yeah. It's a big dick. It's your job to carry around your own well-fitting condoms. It's, I don't know how men work so hard to fuck and like be a good lover and then put the wrong condom on. Yeah. It's weird. It's like you'll get craft beer, but not a craft condom. Okay. And it's honestly a turn on if a guy like lays out this like, you know, he's yeah. got the towel, he's got your water, he's got his con like that to me is like well maybe a smidge presumptuous but if you're going to play yeah. but know, it's a like, form it's a form of attention as well yeah so it's it's um it's gentlemanly behavior think of someone else other than your dick for a second <laughs> i love gentlemanly behavior you know everyone here knows i it makes my pussy drip to the floor <laughs> who opens doors for me and just instinctually not not just because he's trying to impress me but the Im implicitness of somebody's gentlemanness, right? So that has always been something that turns me on. But gentlemanness is, it's not just skin deep. It, you have to be a gentleman in your heart. You have to be a gentleman in, in your in your character, not just yeah. in how- It can't be just a show. No, yeah. not. otherwise you're not a gentleman, right? You're just a showman. So um, try to be a gentleman. Uh, we're talking gentlewomen too. Uh, obviously we know that we're speaking as women and sometimes our bias is just gonna get forgotten in our, in our communication. So we're going to recognize that, but you got to know we can't speak from a different position. So, uh, <laughs> all right, Peekaboo, you're up. Yeah. So, because when mentioned massage, I was like, oh, you know what? For me, it's a different type of touch. So for me, what will make me turn my head twice towards somebody is when I walk past the dungeon or something at Oasis, say, and I see that display of implements spread out on a bench 
and there's floggers and there's paddles and there's crops and there's all kinds of goodies. And that's when I'll be walking by and I'll literally be like, whoa, wait a second. Let me go back in there. And then I start a conversation with whomever it is. And that's like how I met one of the first doms that I had there. That's how I played with another guy. That's yeah, made a couple of friends. So like you're that. attracted to the implements before you ever see who owns them. Yes. And implements are you are tools and sex or BDSM and impact play, right? Yeah. Exactly. Yes. So floggers, crops, paddles, cuffs, whatever, ropes, blah, blah, blah. And usually when a dom is about to, you know, create a scene or whatever, when they're dom sub, whatever, they like lay everything out. So they have everything at hand. Yeah. And that's when I'll walk by and I'm like, ooh. And I've literally been like, so are you open to, and usually they are very, I found that the doms that I've met there are usually doms to whomever. So they're not mm-hmm. the dom of that person, gotcha. but they will engage in dom play with that person and the next person and the next person and the next person just for the sole pleasure of that impact play and whether it's Open sexual drawing. or not it's always up to the people that are playing well let's just so. for amanda so somebody i'm going to be interviewing for my podcast soon is our friend from the club right and the other day we ran into her and she was talking about her daddy that was with her her daddy dom right they were having this interaction but then she's like oh and my other daddy is in there and i was like i remember saying to her you can have two daddy doms like this is breaking the mold of breaking the mold. Like this is, it was inspiring to me to know, but then she also encouraged, she said that she shares. So she's like, do you want to, you know, and you know, play, you can play with my daddy, my, you know? And I remember being like, it's so fascinating how nuanced this whole world is because if yeah. I had a relationship with a daddy Dom and I was, I, if I would find that so intimate that I wouldn't want them to go out and dom a bunch of other people, but maybe that's just me and my emotional monogamy seeping through. But mm-hmm. I don't know, but I just thought she's like up and willing to share. But then again, I also understand sharing in the sake of this lifestyle and sharing for compersion and caring, mm-hmm. but I still didn't want to grab one of those daddies for myself. I just left it there. But I was like, <laughs> you know, it's fascinating to see that you could have so many different dynamics. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Go ahead. I was just gonna say with with like doms too, it's not necessarily sex, right? So sometimes it's just purely the act of the impact. So it doesn't really have to do with a sexual like there's no penetration or anything like that. So it's it's a bit of a different dynamic to share. And again, they're not that person's dom, they're just doming that person at the moment. Yeah, part of me wants to experiment going under an experienced dom's control, but not for sex, for for just the sensual and like the subspace stuff or whatever, right? But you know, it's a it's an intimate road and journey, and I don't want to do it with just anyone, anyone. So, right. So at M four, I remember you saw me interacting with that dom, right? And I got my ass yeah. beaten very lovingly, lovingly. I can't even say the word. Very enjoyably, I got my ass beaten. So this man and this woman, I've watched them. I've seen them a few times. I've seen them at Oasis. I've seen them at M4. Turns out they've only been there three times, but I guess I've just noticed them. And they have that Dom sub, well, actually pet owner um, relationship. And I just kind of like, (laughs) he made my head turn because he made a comment about something Domish. And I literally went and sat up like right up in their face. And I was like, hi, (laughs) how are you? Nice to meet you. And the next thing I knew, I was over his lap getting spanked. And we've actually continued the conversation um, because that is an experience that I'm looking for. Yeah. So and now you, I may be able to get that. 
So if you're aware of someone around you who has the ability to give you a certain experience, that alone could be intriguing to you to make them stay. Mm -hmm. So if somebody does, for example, I remember we met a man a few times who, who brought a, what was it? A power saw with a dildo on the end. And it was like, do, 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 do. and uh, we immediately, yes. And he's actually one of my paid only fans. I actually uh, saw his name on my list again today. So I still remember because I changed his name to dildo on saw because I wanted to remember him. Oh my God. Um, but no, he, it was when he had the coolest toys, he got a crowd, right? And it's easy yeah. to stand out in a room when you bring a fucking sawzall with a dildo on the end. I remember staring at it like, oh my God. And I don't know if I, if I would, if I could try, like, you really have to trust the person holding it. Yeah. <laughs> Man. And I'm not going to lie. I saw him use it on a few women and I've seen more than a couple periods get popped out of women with that. I bet. I'm like, it's a power tool. What are you thinking? <laughs> yeah. Well, my, my proposition at, at Oasis from, uh, an elderly couple that people know quite well was mm -hmm. my first, um, uh, uh, what do I want to call it? My unicorn, my unicorn head experience. Ah, so he yeah. literally, he literally suctioned a fucking dildo to his head and fucked me with his head. And it was my first experience, but it was so cool. I'm like, this is going, this wasn't even on the bucket list, but I'm adding it. I remember hearing this and I think I saw like it, you know, I've seen him hold it before, not that day, but and like yeah. when he went like this, like something something good about a fucking like uh, bald head, right? I'm right telling you, it. but doesn't that give neck cramps? Like I don't know, man. He could move pretty fucking good for a man of his age, I gotta say. Oh yes, I like I actually enjoy watching his work sometimes because he's one of the most experienced doms that I know. And uh, he has a, a a willingness to teach and show new people. I think Loves I see more than a few women get introduced to him strictly because they needed to be dominated. Like they came to that club to get dominated and they got what they were looking for from a safe and trusted man. So mm -hmm. yeah, good for them. Yep. And he usually travels with his partner who is super sweet. She's so nice and like makes you feel so, and, and very often gets involved in the play and it's, oh my it's God, a she lot of fun. Worse than he will. Yes. Oh, yeah. She's mean. I, I would not let her taught me. Mm -mm. I was like, uh -uh. nope. And I, I take it hard, but I'm like, no, no, woman. No, you're not topping me. Nope. Her or their why? friend Tori. Tell me why. What's the difference? She's mean. So he's like, he's hard. She giggles. Like, it's, it's just, a, it's, it's hard to explain. It's, it's a different feeling that you get as a sub. Okay. And I haven't actually played with her, but I watched her. Okay. And I'm like, no, I don't know. It's, 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 I guess it's hard to explain, but it's just a feeling. Interesting. It's a different type of play. It's, I think women just in general are just kind of meaner as doms sometimes from what I've seen. It's interesting though, because the reason I didn't identify as a dom originally um, is because I wasn't mm. mean and I don't want to be mean. Um, I can be firm. But my dom style as a femdom is to be help people feel like they're achieving their best self, they're, they're doing their best job, that they can be all they can be. Like when I, like for example, my Good Boy Maker videos on YouTube, which I also have some, some exclusive ones on my fan page, I femdom role play, right? And I talk about how I want a good boy and good boys, you know, know how to finger my asshole correctly. And, you know, good boys know how to do this, this, this. Um, 
I don't like to degrade them or anything like that, but I like to not give them that achievement until it's earned, right? Otherwise, I'm not giving them any real experience. So I'm not. I don't mean verbally. Level up, dude. <laughs> no, but I don't mean like mean like 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 she says mean things. It's just like the way that she impacts the impact, the way that she applies the impact is just in a different way than him. Okay, fascinating how nuanced this all is. Yeah, yeah. It's not about a verbalage. No, no. They're both like, I mean, dirty talk is part of it. But some like, people like to be degraded. You know, at first oh, I had a third time understanding this. I remember the first couple times I saw degrading porn, I remember mm -hmm. thinking, what the fuck? And now I actually have gotten such a good understanding of the Dom sub dynamic that I can actually understand the psychological experience that people have that is worth seeking when they might go into those altered states of, you know, I'm not going to lie. I've started to study it from a psychology perspective. And I think mm -hmm. as long as you consent to being degraded, you're not just degraded in sex, right? I remember I dumped a boyfriend mid blow job, mid blow job because he degraded me. And mm. I like wiped my fucking lips and I got up <laughs> and I said, I am not so-and-so. And I mentioned a specific girl's name. And, uh, and that was the last time I ever slept with him. And so you guys, you guys out there, you best be careful who you call a dirty little whore for you, because some of us are, are, are vibing that and we're not going to be, you know, fishing. So, um, yeah, I digress. You guys want me to ask a new question now? Sure. All right. So when we talk about how to stand out in a crowd, we've talked about people being gentlemen or like gentlewomen, having an authentic personality, a good sense of humor. If you have a special skill set, if you're a nerd, say so. You'll find someone in, in that club that maybe you can connect with, but you can't do that if you're shy and just holding yourself in your own little personal space up against the wall. So it's up to you to make your personality shine and bring it out so that people can see it. Um, yes. So in the uh, alter alternative uh, perspective, what are some of the things that have happened that made people immediately disqualified from our pussy? <laughs> I like how I said that disqualified from our pussy, because we know sometimes it's if I hear them say a racist or judgmental comment, done. Yep. Interested. Um, misogynistic men, no, my pussy, it's, it's growing a cactus. Okay. It's never going to happen. I need to be, uh, treated a certain way in order for me to even have that sexual, you know, door open up. So what is some of the things now let's keep it as constructive as possible, but what are some of the things that can make people stand out in the wrong way? I remember a specific, a specific time in the pool when somebody just started talking way too loud not respecting you know the the sound levels and it was awkward and the laughing over over exaggerated laughing it, it became embarrassing you know and so right away I'm like Ooh, okay and it, it became cringy no mm. I want to add to that so that person I remember this he actually he's somebody I know um he's autistic right he's Asperger's and he didn't have he doesn't have the same sound volume that's a socially appropriate he just has that challenge and it is a challenge because people in a social environment, when they cringe because something's auditorily, you know, overwhelming or whatever, that's a physical, physiological reaction of cringing to somebody or like having that repulsion reaction. And so that's unfortunate, but we can't negotiate with that. We just need that, yeah. that loud laugh to stop. Right. And it wasn't just the person you're referring to. There's also, there's women there who are, you know, probably the same or similar situation 
But for me, the inappropriate sound, even when it's music that's too loud, like I, it, it makes yeah. me cringe. So that's maybe my sensitivity, but it's uh, it's something that, yeah, would would turn off. Okay, yeah. that's a good answer. All right, uh, Curly. I think my number one is when a guy is like, basically, it's all about him. Mm. How, are you, uh, you know, asking, you know, what I'm, what I'm going to do for him, how I'm going to suck his cock or how I'm going to, sorry, it's not why I'm there. Like, I will definitely give it back to you, <laughs> but um, just making it all about you or as Arno, suck my nipple. <laughs> what's in it what's in it for me is what you have to ask yourself right like yep so that's you what you got to sell gentlemen is what is in it for me why would yep. i want to choose you what's your strength what do you want to yep. do to me that i might want and yep. you better hope that it's that because you know if not that it, that'll dry up a pussy too <laughs> right? right and toronto unicorn you've literally been talking to guys like like newbies or like ones that are like brand new and whatever and You'll be going on about whatever, and you'll be like, hey, this one sounds like he's for you because they're talking all about being oral, like oral guys. I literally, it, it is in my standard line of questioning now because my friends will say to me, they're like, I don't understand. How do you keep getting these guys that are oral pleasers? I'm like, because I literally, I'm at the stage now where I just dismiss the guys who aren't into it. And I'm sorry. I'm sorry if that's sensitive for you, but it's sensitive for me. I went through like 15 years of not getting oral pleasure at all. So now it's really important for my sexual pleasure. And if you are not going to do that at all, and you're not going to sort of get me revved up that way, then I'm really not that interested in playing, especially I, I'm open to playing with someone who's not an oral pleaser, but do not expect my mouth to go on your cock if you're not going to do it for me. Yeah. Sorry. I totally understand that. Uh, Peekaboo. Uh, what would turn me off or give me the ick? Yeah. Um, actually, it was funny. There's this guy who was, it was like the machismoism. Is that what it is? Like he was just, he was macho. He was younger. He was there with an older lady. They were like all over each other. But he was sitting beside me and literally like doing like the fuck boy. Like, you know, like the, of the hands of the... <laughs> and he's like oh you know like you're a good snack and i'm like i'm a full fucking meal but you're not eating so like, <laughs> good on you that's why we're friends peekaboo right that's why we're friends but it was just like but it kept like it you're was right? like playful right like i was i was like taunting him right like in a playful way but i was like dude like this is really isn't getting you anywhere like looking me up and down like i'm a piece of meat when Unless I'm giving that vibe right back to you, which is fine then. Look me up and down like I'm a piece of meat. I had that the other day too when I was getting out of the pool. And to that guy, I was just like, yeah, you look. Yeah, you look. You see everything. <laughs> you see what you want to see. Looking. Maybe you can touch it later. But this guy, I was just like, no. Like the whole vibe was just off. Like the the whole fuckboy thing. Yeah. No, no. And you know what? Really turns me off if you tell me you're like under 40. <laughs> really? Eh? So age is a turn off for you. Age is a turn on. Yeah, I can't do the young ones. As sweet and mature, like, you know, uh, Curly. Yeah, I said that too. <laughs> once, I once said that too. One. Right? And your guys are sweet and lovely and, you know, all that. But I just, yeah. If they say they're like 40 or under, I'm just like, mm. I turned down that beautiful 19-year-old. I'll still, I'll remember him forever. 
He was gorgeous. But when he said he was 19, I literally had to put up my hand and be like, step away, child. Step away. Because <laughs> I feel like I would get arrested. I don't know if I would because there's just that <laughs> gap. Just shoot. No. And he was so there. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. Um, so I, yeah. I and that's not age. something that you can help. You know, you either are of age or you're not. Like you, you please yeah. somebody like that or you don't. So that's not yeah. something you can change. And certainly don't lie about it. Nobody wants a liar. Right? Fuck yeah. No. Get get that shit out of this lifestyle. This lifestyle is meant to be above board, ethical. If you are right. there to, you know, have a limited interaction with somebody because maybe you have an open relationship, but you're only allowed sex, then make sure the person you're talking to knows that. So that maybe yeah. you're, you're on the same page and that person doesn't think they're having a new spark of a connection, right? Or a romantic thing. So yes, yeah, so just be upfront. There's nothing wrong with going and having whatever it is that you're actually looking for, as long as you're honest about it. And in my opinion, as long as it's ethical. Right. Um, that's the worst too. And the guy's like, I'm like, oh, do you have a partner? Yeah. But, but they don't know. I'm like, oh, oh well then every time, right? every no. time that happens to me, I just do that respect for that person goes right down. I don't even help them match in the pool. I don't care if they're a nice person. They're there in a way that I find, you know, uh, conflicting with my morals and ethics and stuff. And there's no way in hell I'm supporting that. So I don't think anybody should ever try to get, you know, in this lifestyle to go in and cheat on their partners and find just like an easy supply of sex. I'm sure it happens, guys. I'm sure it happens, right? But, uh, you know, it's just, it's, it's not for everybody to be in that, that shadowy place. And so if I found out, for example, that a guy, you know, was doing that i would absolutely not not play absolutely not um so yeah so one of, one of my biggest things is when i go to the smoking section and someone comes out there and instead of offering a smoke around giving a cigarette to somebody anybody get a light anybody got a cigarette anybody go back don't come in and bum cigarettes that cost a lot of money nowadays as a way of trying to break the ice with someone, you're a fucking mooch. Stop. <laughs> like, it's so unattractive to be the guy who's like, oh, I couldn't think ahead to bring a cigarette, but I'll, I'll remember the condom. You know, like, it's not attractive to have to, like, basically, like, give a panhandler or something so that, you know, to satisfy it. That's not a good social avenue. It is your, it is your best bet to stop at a store on your way, pack, pick up a pack of cigarettes and offer them to people as a way of making a social connection. Don't bum, wrong energy. All I hear is give me, give me, give me, give me, give me. I don't know who the fuck you are. I ain't giving you shit. And that is how <laughs> a lot of us feel on the inside as we smile and say, no, I don't have it. Yeah. Oh, well said. <laughs> I'm sitting on a soapbox, aren't I? Yeah, there it is. <laughs> no, but the same thing goes with weed. Let's be honest, right? The same thing goes with joints. Like you want to suck on my joint? I'm like your lips aren't qualified on my on on me yet, so you can't have my joint. Yeah, it, it does strike a little bit of annoyance when someone asks. I'm like, yeah, I don't really share, and I know that sounds kind of rude, but I don't know you. No, I don't know if I want your lips touching the place where my lips go. Like, well, and then when you pass. You know, it's like past the dochip on the left-hand side and you get it back as a roach. <laughs> yeah, you know, like, get your own. I'm a and I'm like, smoker. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I've just started rolling smaller, rolling for myself. I'm like, I'm, no, I don't need to share yours. You don't need to share mine. Nah, we smoke enough that we can, we can handle a whole, a whole joint. <laughs> I have Pardon? one more to quickly add as well. 
When mm. someone touches me without permission, it is a huge turn off. Oh, yeah. So I've seen even it happen. if that guy was cute at the bar and then I feel someone's hand go up my back, I don't care who that guy is. He's lost a lot of fucking credibility already just by doing that. It's like I even had to talk to Amelia early in our friendship because she would come up behind me and put her hands on me. And of course, she knows it's just her. I don't. I'm at a sex club. I feel someone touch me. I'm like shocked. Like, you know, so we had to work that through so that she would always say it's Amelia when she's touching me. And then I'm calm, right? Because I gave her permission to touch me, right? So it's one of those things. But if somebody just, you know, as part of their attraction wants to come and rub my shoulder or, or, or for some guys even tried to touch my ass before. No, don't. It's not a good thing. So the best, the best thing to do is to say your skin looks so soft. Like, can I touch it? And then I'm allowed to say no too. And uh, take the no with grace. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Any final words about what can make somebody stand out in the positive or what would make them stand out in the negative in a sex club environment? And how about an environment like a nightclub, more like the X club or M4 where there's dancing and a DJ and then the backroom area second. Second. So how do you stand out in that busy, loud crowd? Ask to dance. <laughs> don't just come up and start rubbing your dick on my ass. I don't like that. Ask me if you, if I want to dance with you. And if I say no, then take it graciously. If I say yes, then dance, but don't be afraid to ask. Yeah. But ask, don't just come up and grind. Yeah. And I like to say it's okay to even find people to connect with outside in the smoking area. I mean, you know, sometimes it's a lot to sit in a bar with a lot of loud music and you might even have better conversations with people who with their guard down right outside, you know, chilling, having a smoke or whatever. You might even be able to make some friendships out there that then you take inside. So that would be something to stand out is to find places to be able to communicate effectively with people when it is a loud place. Mm -hmm. Should I give my uh, should I give my best pickup line quote for yeah. someone to use? Sure. The guy outside in the smoking area outside M4. I was like, does anybody have the time? And he just looked at me. He goes, my time. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that's a good line. You should use that again. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Are any last words? Um, I don't know. I think eye contact, um, crack a smile. You know, those two things would would help. You know, if I if you if I catch your eye, then I I see you. Yeah. As opposed to everybody else who's around you. Yeah. So that has been a really interesting topic. I hope that it helps people realize how they can stand out in a crowd in a positive way, and maybe they're going to be you know shown some awareness of how they're unintentionally standing out in a negative way. So yeah, I think it was a good topic and uh, you can keep an eye out for more topics like this about how to be, you know, correctly assimilate into the lifestyle and sex club culture. All these ladies have been in a lot of content already on my YouTube channel and podcast. So you can dive deep in uh, the world of Peekaboo R and Curly Vixen. I will put a link in the description here of their specific podcast interviews as well. And uh, yes, until next time, you can uh, go to TorontoUnicorn.com for all links. Don't forget, I tell some steamy and uncensored stories on my sex life uh, on a free uh, podcast, which is on Spotify or Apple Podcasts as well, called Sex Stories with Toronto Unicorn. And uh, it ain't like you've heard me talk on YouTube. I don't uh, filter myself on a podcast um it might shock you and uh that's a good thing i hope so uh trinounicorn.com for all links and uh yeah thank you ladies for contributing <laughs>